welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm your producer, Max Nolan Young, and this is a very special best of episode of Versus Extreme. While our sweet boys are working on crafting some even goofier goofs, I decided to compile some of my favorite bits from our earlier episodes. One of the staples on our Fighting Boy podcast has been When It Counts, a bit which asks, how can an underdog defeat an extremely powerful opponent? Put your ears on this clip from one of our earliest episodes. This is when it counts. I said, we're done. This is when it counts. Um, so in when it counts, the way this works is uh, I set up a prompt and then uh, we debate how the underdog could take it from the upper dog. Overdog. Yep. Overdog. Thank the you, big, Tim. Big dog on top. The up dog. What's hey, uh, up dog? Uh, oh, nothing much. What's up with you? Oh, no. <laughs> Damn. Damn. No way. Who would win in a fight? Tim versus Marcus. Marcus every time. Fuck. <laughs> um. So in this one, it counts. Man Ray, the evil king of the sea. Okay. Known for his roles in SpongeBob and uh, specifically the episode where Aqua, not Aquaman, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy uh, leave town and SpongeBob and Patrick have to watch the Aqua Lair and they unfreeze him and they go, Mama, 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 Man oh, Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, versus, Does he have all of his weapons? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's actually say Man Ray has all of the weapons that are on the wall. In, like, the, the aqua layer. Oh, fuck. Including the Orb of Confusion. Mm. Oh, no. Um, versus Drake and Josh. How do Drake and Josh <laughs> defeat Man Ray when it counts? Okay, okay. Since Man Ray has all of his weapons, can Drake and Josh have Megan? Um, mm. Okay, here's what we're going to do. They have contact with Megan. They have okay. access to Megan's room. Ooh. Um, however... Megan herself will not be in, be fighting. Okay. She will not be there to use her equipment or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. ask for her help, and she just calls them some boobs and uh, tells them to fuck off. Well, either that, or if they're in grave danger, Megan will help. Like that's, okay. I feel like that's a canonical thing. Okay, cool. Okay. But then if she saves them, she does call them boobs. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. Now, does this take place underwater? Um... Like, does Man Ray Let's need say to say breath equalized. Yes, breath equalized. <laughs> okay, Thank that's you, fair. Oh, yeah. I don't okay. know if they're, they can do it. They're bre- breath equalized. They locked themselves in a treehouse. Well, to be fair, that was... Drake locked them in the treehouse. <laughs> okay. Hold on a second. Let's. But let's, Josh let him. <laughs> let's think about the Drake and Josh movie, though. Remember, guys? How Ooh. they beat all those bad guys? They did were... take down, like, a, a counterfeiting empire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit, that's right. <laughs> Fuck. I feel like they could take Man Ray. They just have to like sneak in because they were sneaking around that place for a while. Yeah. If mm. they like, how much time do they have to pre- to prepare? Ooh, let's let's see. Drake and Josh have been planning a heist of the Aqua Lair, Mermalair. I think that yeah, the Mermalair. Okay. Mm. Drake and Josh have been planning a heist, a heist of the Mermalair for six months. Oh, um, dude, what? That's so however, long. huh? Man Ray knows that they will be arriving a day beforehand. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Ooh, that's tough. I think I gotta give it to Man Ray. Just cause, like, two fuckhead teens show up at your house, but you've got, like, all the laser guns and Orb of Confusion and whatnot so, that you could ever want. So you're saying that You he... could set so many traps for these gooberhead teens. But how, 
yeah, but so when, Drake when and Josh they just do, couldn't do it. When they do beat Man Ray, how do they do it? Yeah, I think they could do it. It's just I don't like know if they even could do it. Damn, dude, Tommy dude. doesn't think they can take him when it counts. Okay, okay. How about this? How about this? Listen to this. So now Man Ray has a bunch of traps and shit, right? Yeah. yeah. However, uh, the man is a little bit stupid, right? Like he's not the smartest dude. Like right. I mean, yeah. He and he's easily provoked too. Yeah. Like imagine like uh Drake and Josh going in and then they get some banter going and then Man Ray's just like, What are these two knuckleheads doing in my my well not my lair, but uh what are these two guys doing here? You know? And they're just talking and then they get some banter going and Man Ray's just like, I went in on this. I'm gonna get angry at you guys because you're not paying attention to me and then they start goofing on him and then he he just gets embarrassed. Ooh. Oh, 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 oh So you're saying they out goof him? I think they would have to do it that way because, like, I mean, remember how Patrick, like, just really got on Man Ray's nerves whenever it was, like, the license thing? Oh, that's right. I bet Drake could totally license license wallet <laughs> shit yeah, exactly. on Man Ray. And then Josh would just sneak around him, grab a laser gun, blow his fucking head off. Holy shit. That does sound like Josh. That really Josh does. is a murderer? Can I pitch another way that they could win? Or he would drop a weight on his toe. <laughs> <laughs> that's my box of wallets. <laughs> um so another way that they could win okay and i i feel like this is like you know pretty good one right if i say so myself okay okay is they have access to all the megan shit megan has a supercomputer in her room yeah they download schematics for the mermelayer right how would they, they have... those okay hacking okay um, sure. josh is smart he has a supercomputer he's gonna hack the mermelayer um they get blueprints for the entire building they sneak inside as proven as they can do and get to that room what has all the costumes of the Justice League or the the equivalent of the Justice League. Oh, the uh what was that? Ooh. What were they called? Yeah, we're like Misappear and Krakatawa and like Oh yeah. Dude, oh, fucking Josh man. would be Krakatawa. That's yeah. what I'm saying, dude. So like they have access to all these suits and they've just like stacked them one on top of another. <laughs> God. Oh, so they just like put them all on. Yeah, they just put them all on Josh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and Drake just distracts him. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. I yeah, think... there's there's a like long extended scene where Drake's like trying to fucking lie to Man Ray about why they're there, while Josh is like comedically trying to slip into the next suit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he does like the oh, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. That's how he would take it. Then that's how they would yeah, take I it. Think that's, that's, yep. That's that, that's that how they do it. Must be how they do it. I can't see any other way. <laughs> that's how they do it when it counts. Boy, those boys sure gave Man Ray a run for his money. In this next clip, the boys really put the crystal gems from Steven Universe through the ringer. Check it out. This is when it counts. It gets shittier every time. Now we're done. Uh, so this is when it counts, and when it counts, it's a versus battle. Um... Uh, that you have a good person who's good at something and a person who's bad at the same thing, and we make them fight. Rational man with a shotgun right. versus the crystal gems. How does rational man with a shotgun defeat the crystal gems when it counts? Have okay. we had rational man with a shotgun on the podcast before? I think we've spoken briefly about rational man with a shotgun. We have spoken. It was in a... Uh... Is that in a Florida man? I think it was. Yes, it was in a Florida man. Florida okay. man with the dude with the dog named Gator. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, rational man with a shotgun is back. Um, better than ever. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. If I do say as so rational myself, as ever, right? Yes. <laughs> and just shotgun, as clear-headed, right? <laughs> oh, so clear-headed. Now, however, there is absolutely zero way the rational man with a shotgun could take on the crystal gems. Well, there is one way. Is there? Well, okay. yes. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure there is one. <laughs> what uh, I think the like one of the clarifying things to this is um, what is the like scenario? Like, where are they, and what is the? We're in Beach City. Ah, the crystal gems uh, have. Let's see. Okay. Crystal gems are doing their usual thing, right? Like right. just like saving saving the world, whatever, no biggie. Right, right. But this right. is one of those classic mix em ups where the town people think that the crystal gems are evil. Mm. And oh, so Rational God. Man with a shotgun leads the charge, goes in solo, and tries to fight them okay. uh on the beach. Mm. And uh, to clarify, uh the crystal gems uh, just the original three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Garnet, Amethyst, and Pearl. Okay, that gotcha. makes it better because if they had Steven, they no one could do anything. No, yeah, Steven, yeah. Steven would be like friendship. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. Okay. Um. All right. So clarifying that I haven't watched Steven Universe. The bit of me Damn. not knowing anything about pop culture just gets funnier and funnier <laughs> the more bits we do. Um. So having not watched Steven Universe or like only consuming content about Steven Universe tangentially, I would say that. Pearl probably, I think he could probably take down Pearl pretty easy because Crystal Gems' weak points are their gems, right? Like, you right. shatter a gem, the gem's dead. Okay. Right. I think the, like, if I was a dude and I saw people running at me, if I have a shotgun, probably going for either center of mass or a headshot. Right. If Pearl's gem's in her head, well, his bullet's going to hit it. See, okay, I see, what, I see where you're going with this. Now, my thing on this is that... I don't think Pearl would rush in so easily. I think the first one to rush in would be either Amethyst. It would be Amethyst, for sure. Okay. And Amethyst would run in. I think Amethyst would get taken down. I think Amethyst would get poofed. Yeah, I think Amethyst could probably get poofed because he would go for center of mass and one of his bullets would hit the gym. But she wouldn't, like, die. Like No, no, but, like, that would probably be like, oh, fuck, this guy's just got a shotgun. (laughs) Like, I don't think... Because gyms have, like, insane durability feats. I don't know if, like, a single shotgun blast will break yeah. their gym. Yeah, it yeah, may yeah. poof them if they're not expecting it. I think it would poof Could them. Could you clarify the difference, please? Yes. So poofing is whenever their physical form vanishes, mm. but their gym remains. And so oh. inside inside their gym is like where their consciousness is, and so yeah. they can reform their body later. Right. Mm. Like it's kind of like a refractory period. And the gotcha. gym is very, very durable. Like yeah. They... Like more so than like earth gyms, typically. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, like the times when gems would get just shattered is when it would be like point blank range from like this crazy mechanical device that could like, yeah. Like in one episode, they have like a hydraulic press that they use to like shatter gems. Gotcha. Yeah. And so um, it's like that type of thing it takes to shatter a gem. Okay. And, uh, two more questions. Would rational man with a shotgun have ever seen the crystal gems do anything before? Yes. He's a citizen of beach city. Cool. He knows most of their feats. And it's mayor Dewey. Final. <laughs> Final thing is is the only thing that rational man with the shotgun capable of is shooting his shotgun. Yeah, but he's very good at it and very he's rationally level headed. Yes. Okay. It's, it's very but like, right, okay, so he's just not capable of anything other than shooting his shotgun. Throw well, it out there and we'll talk about. Okay. it. Okay, I was gonna say that the moment he sees the three crystal gems running at him, he goes and gets a truck and tries to run them over. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think that he would actually stand a better chance with a shotgun than a truck. For sure. Because Garnet, just... Garnet can fucking lift a million billion pounds. Yeah, like she could just okay. lift up the truck and throw it in the ocean. And so can Amethyst. Pearl probably can too, but she's too sophisticated to do that. Yeah, exactly. I think oh, that right. what would happen, I think this is the scenario that would happen, is that Amethyst would rush in, get popped, they'd be like, whoa, 
shotgun boy, Garnet might rush in, take a couple hits, she'd be fine, and then she'd be like, Pearl, we have to do this. Oh shit, that was a pretty good Garnet, dude. Dude, thanks. That was my first good impression on this show ever. Oh fuck, now we have to do Garnet impressions. Oh, do Garnet impressions. Uh, Tom, you're Mm -mm, first. I don't know it. (laughs) Nope, you're first. No, Marcus. uh, British. You know what Estelle sounds like? No. You know that one song with Kanye West? This is gonna be mine. So, that uh, American boy, it's Estelle and Kanye West, and she's like, Take me to the city once it falls away. So she sounds like that? Uh, yeah, but not that high-pitched unless she's singing. Yeah. Pearl, so- we have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's cringing me now. No! I got goosebumps. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> okay, Marcus. Pearl, we go gotta go. do this. Gotta go to LA. <laughs> Marcus, go. I already did mine. I did the song. No, that, no, doesn't, that count. doesn't count. That doesn't oh, okay, count. Okay, fine. Because you're not being Garnet. You're All right, fine, fine. I'm going to put on my, my, best, my, my best British accent for uh-huh. Garnet. No, best Garnet. Yeah, that's what I said. Come on, Stephen. We, <laughs> we ought to, to beat the, the gyms. Fuck off. Well, what you do? What you what you got me knickers for? It's <laughs> a bit chilly, isn't it? All right, Marcus. You still have not convinced me how a rational man with a shotgun can take on the crystal gems, okay? Fine. Here's how it do- here's how it happens. Mm-hmm. Rational man with a shotgun. Uh, I'm gonna backpedal a little bit um, and say he doesn't necessarily have to rush in. Like he doesn't have to go solo mission. I think rational man with a shotgun um, raids a military base. Oh my god! Gets uh, nuclear launch codes. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Rational man with a there's a lot of steps in between here. <laughs> like, how does he get into the nuclear base? How also, does he convince them, like, hey, I'm being hunted by three gym aliens from the the, the gym dimension that makes gyms that can fight people. And then they're like, okay, give him the nuclear launch codes. Like, does he become president? Like, what? Okay, There's okay, no okay. way any rational man would try to sneak into a military base, okay? I didn't say sneak. I said raid. <laughs> <laughs> rational man with a shotgun goes to Shadow Moses Island. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Wipe, wipe all that. Rational man with a shotgun. Ooh, ooh, ooh. This is it, this is it, this is it. This okay, is it. okay, okay. Rational Man with a Shotgun does go on a solo mission. However, he okay. knows their feats very well. Right. He, he have to. for like weeks, maybe months at a time, scopes out all of the temple, the, the gym temple where they sleep and rest ooh, and are. okay. Mm-hmm. And then he finds their structural weak points in the temple and fucking shoots it away with his shotgun. I and think makes the thing fucking crumble. I don't know how much that would work. It seems pretty strong, but I think what he'd have to do, he'd have to get the jump on them, right? Yeah. So if he watched them for weeks, he would know where they're going to be when. He knows, okay, at this point, Amethyst is going to walk to the fridge. Ooh, but Pearl yeah. and Garnet, they're not going to be out here. So now I kill Amethyst, take it's her gem. fucking hitman level. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then as soon as he sees Pearl, sneaks up behind her, gets her too. Garnet's going to take a few shots. But she's going to go down. Yeah. I think he would have to be super sneaky about it. He'd have to wait for a long ass. He'd have to fucking camp the shit out of him. Yeah. Okay. Fucking campers. Fucking campers. Fucking man. <laughs> All right. Uh, so so I- we're saying that the the rational man with the shotgun could beat the Crystal Gems by including, by uh, exploiting the most hated Call of Duty strategy of all time. <laughs> uh, yes. That's how he does it when it counts. Okay, cool. <laughs> he camps the corner. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's all he does. He just sits next to the fridge, and every time they go to get food, he just pops out and shoots them. Yep. They're like, where are all these gems on the floor? Huh? And he pops out and shoots them in the head. Yep, that's how he does it. When the boys first came up with this bit, I begged them to improvise a new intro song each time, and it's still one of my favorite parts of editing this podcast. 
This is probably my favorite intro song of all time. Give it a listen. This is when, when it counts. And we put people against each other in a fight. So now this song is done. Uh, this is when it counts. And in this one, Marty McFly, time, time traveler extraordinaire versus Future Trunks from Dragon Ball Z. How does Marty McFly kill Future Trunks? And this this iteration of Future Trunks is at the beginning of the Android Saga when he shows back up to kill Mecha Frieza. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Okay, easy. I got it. All he would have to do is... Go back in time. Stop uh, Bulma from being able to complete time machine. So he would he would have to go forward. Forward Bul- and go forward in time. Yes. Yeah. Go forward in time. Stop Bulma from being able to complete the time machine. Uh, kill Baby Trunks. That is the only way he could do it. See, I don't know. I think okay. the The potential inclusion of time travel into this situation allows for a lot of fuckery. Fuckery. It allows for a, but so much. It also fuckery. allows Marty McFly so many fucking swag mode kills. Like. Hear me out. What? Marty McFly goes back in time before Vegeta gets to Earth. Mr. Steal Your Girl's Bulma. That's it. He's done. Oh, shit, dude. Trunks is never born. Marty McFly, Mr. Steal Your Girl, Bulma. That's it. That's true, dude. He is a babe magnet. Is he? Yeah. Doesn't he almost like... Isn't there like a thing where he almost like... He almost fucks his mom. No, 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 he doesn't. No. His mom comes on to him. It never suggests oh that, there are, that anything's that is, about to happen. That is some Oedipus shit right there. Fuck. He's just doing it for George. But from that, we can tell that Marty McFly's a babe magnet. Yeah, yes. So he could Mr. Steal Your Girl Bulma. Yeah. I don't think Bulma would I don't think Bulma would go for him. Are you fucking Are kidding, you kidding me? Dude? He's I know a fucking hoverboard. Okay, okay, I know I'm going against my own boy on this one. <laughs> I'm a gutless flip flopper, but there's no way Bulma would ever go for Marty McFly. You're telling me Bulma who stuck with Yamcha's stupid ass, lame ass for fucking years. That's what I'm saying. After going through that for years, there's no way she would settle for anything less than the fucking Prince of All Sands. Vegeta's a shithead. Vegeta is literally an asshole. So is Bulma. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, but like, you're telling me that she wouldn't look into fucking Marty McFly's sweet, sultry eyes. And, and say, oh, I love me some 16-year-old penis. Well, well, I'm assuming like, this is the time when Bulma is also 16 years old. But that's when she's dating Yamcha. That's what yeah, I'm saying, dude. Like, he, but they break up all the yeah. time. So if Marty McFly oh, yeah. swooped Yamcha's in. Yamcha's fucking dusty, crusty, martial <laughs> arts looking piece of shit ass yeah. walks up with Bul- with Bulma. And Bulma's like, you haven't showered for the third time this week, Yamcha. And Yamcha's like, I'm sorry, I'm too busy practicing fucking double wolf fist style or whatever the fuck <laughs> wolf, he's wolf doing. Wolf fang fist. That. And Marty McFly flies up on his goddamn hoverboard with his hat backwards, sunglasses on. It's like, hey, baby, you want to yeah. go to the movies? And, and she's like, sports almanac. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Marty McFly goes to the future. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, my God. Hold on. I, my noggin just fucking exploded. Mm-hmm. Okay, so everybody who's ever watched Dragon Ball Z, you're about to, your brain's about to explode, too. Uh-huh. Marty McFly goes to the future, uh-huh. Dragon Ball GT, to stop Bulma from inventing the time machine. Uh-huh. Get Dragon Ball GT? Yeah. Gets the fucking sports almanac from Dragon Ball GT of who's going to win the World Martial Arts Tournament, <gasps> oh a.k.a. Budokai Tenkaichi, brings it back, uses it to gamble on the on the Budokai Tenkaichi, no. fucking changes the history of the world, changes the future of the world, making GT non-canon, introducing Dragon Ball Super. Thank you, Marty McFly. Fuck. 
Number Not one. Not only did he kill future Trunks, he created a whole new timeline. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You're trying to say that Marty McFly is canon in the DB universe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not only that, but so is Doc Brown and Einstein, that cute little fuck. Fuck off. <laughs> How else do you explain it, dude? Uh, exactly how they explain it in the fucking show. How do they explain it? How what do, do you they mean? Ex- how the do fucking they creator just said that GT, he, I had no part of this. I don't like it. I'm going to make something that's real. Yeah, but like, in the universe, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That means, that means they went through all that shit, and then one day woke up, and were like, we're going to just reset the universe back. No, because no, the creator, he didn't make that. It wasn't even part of the universe. It was a spinoff. It was effectively a different universe. But it was Dragon Ball Z. They did put the name on it. It wasn't they Dragon did, Ball dude. Z. They put the Dragon Ball GT name on it, which is a different name. But regardless. No, 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 because it's a different name. Yeah, you but said, Dragon Ball Su- Super is a different name, too. Yeah. Exactly. But the creator said that they're sequential. Yeah. It's like saying that fucking, uh, fucking Transformers and Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, it's a different universe. No, the fucking people who made it said it's, a, it's, a, it's the same one. I say they're different. <laughs> Yeah, Marty McFly went forwards into Cybertron and got the sports almanac <laughs> and brought it back. <laughs> Marty McFly is a fucking shithead and you can't tell me anything. He is he can't do it. He fucking No. No, Marty we've Mc... already we've already discussed how how he kills future trunks. Like yeah. he just goes back and fucks Bulma. Like yeah. that's all there is to it. Yeah. Are you Bulma, trying to say Bulma never meets Vegeta? Yes, she would still meet Vegeta unless Marty McFly stayed. In the past. No, that's what we're saying. Marty McFly changes history by marrying Bulma and settling down. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) That's how, that's, like, it may not work every time, but when it counts, that's the only way he can do it. Yeah. Because, like, any other time, like, even if Trunks was a fucking pee-pee baby, even if he was just born, he'd have, like, five power level, which is way more than Marty McFly will ever have. (laughs) Also, there's also another way. Fuck, dude. This is a really good question, not so good for when it counts, because Marty McFly has a number of ways to defeat future Trunks. Because, like, all he has to do is go to the future, get, like, fucking outstanding heart medicine for Goku, uh, give it to Goku while he's fighting Android 19, and, and then Trunks bada never bing, bada boom. Exists. Yeah, future Trunks isn't trained by future Gohan. Fucking future Trunks is a wiener baby. No, he couldn't do that. No, he. I don't think he could do that. Why? Because in the future, uh, I'm pretty sure the androids know whenever time travel is being used. So if he traveled to the future, they would just kill him. If he traveled that far into the future to be able to get the kind of medicine that he needs, you said it yourself, Tommy. You said it yourself. Aha! You said it yourself that he has doesn't even have fucking five power level. If yeah. they see someone time traveling with that fucking power level, they're going to be like, I'm just going to blow you up by looking at you. Yeah, but... The fuck are you guys trying to say he's going to get some damn heart medicine? No, he can can't I, get can heart I medicine. Toss this, can I toss this your way, Tim? Yeah. That's exactly what the fuck Future Trunks does. He 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 brings back heart medicine from the future. That's ex- I know, but because yeah. Future Trunks, he has the ability to yeah, escape but, the androids. Yeah, but, he, he brings the androids with him, though, doesn't he? That's no, why the, they the androids... Him, right? Androids have been there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Duro made them in the present That's time. That's right. Yeah, yeah, they can't time travel, and so this is what would happen. This is what would happen. Uh, Marty McFly, he'd be like, oh, I have the perfect plan to kill future Trunks. I'll just go and stop him from ever having to come back. I'll get this heart medicine. So he goes to get the heart medicine. Boom, he's dead because the androids killed him as soon as he time traveled into the fucking future world. Okay, yeah. well, regardless, him fucking Bulma still, hands up, still holds up. That's how he does it when it counts. You know what? I'll, g- I'll give you guys this one. One out of ten, he oh, might be, Bobo no. might fall for There's him. another way he could do it, too. He could just, like, go to Goku and be like, hey, Goku, that first time you guys got all the Dragon Balls, how'd you do it? And Goku would be like, oh, yeah, here's all the places they were at. Because Goku's a Holy fucking shit, idiot. Holy shit, dude. And doesn't think anybody has time travel. <laughs> and then Mario <laughs> McFly's like, cool, thanks. Let me go get in my cool car over here. 
Bye. And then just fucking goes and gets the Dragon Balls and is like, hey, I want to be the most powerful person in the fucking universe and the universe for the next, like, 50 billion years. He can't wish for that because fucking Shenron from Earth doesn't have enough power to grant that wish. But he does have enough power to be like, um... I wish Future Trunks was never born. He can't do that. Yeah. And then the next time Vegeta busts a nut, <laughs> fucking Trunks flies out. All right. And then is immediately me. disintegrated upon impact. Yeah, you got it. You got it. You, you, <laughs> he wins. He wins. He does it. Man, I sure wouldn't want to be Future Trunks in that situation. In this next clip, a Disney Channel favorite goes up against a horde of video game fighters, and the boys propose nuclear warfare? Why don't we hear them out? This is when it counts. Hey. That's alright. Hell yeah. yeah. It got better. It's, it's alright. It's an improv song. Eventually we're gonna get to the point where we can just do a new podcast where we do three, 30 minutes of just that. Where oh, we man. start out with... Guys, somebody let's start a scat track. band. Let's start a scat band, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a scat, man, a scat band podcast. Okay. Let's do that after we win the lottery. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so here's the one that counts. You guys ready for this? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, Corey Baxter. Yes. Of Corey in the House and That's So Raven fame. Okay. Mm-hmm. How does he complete the Street Fighter II Turbo World Tour? Okay. Now, this entails Corey Baxter going against and winning every single character from Street Fighter Turbo Two. Two. Easy. Okay, so that's what? Ryu, Ken, Sagat, Blanca. Guile. Guile. Akuma. Uh, and Bison, Akuma. Chun-Li. Big Chun-Li. <laughs> <laughs> Big Chun Li, which is just Chun Li, but yeah. all of her hitboxes are um, like three inches larger. Dalsim, do we say Dalsim? Dalsim, yeah, and E Honda. Yeah, I think that's all of them. I think that's there's probably some more. But yeah, whatever. did you just, those did you guys just pull these names out of your fucking asshole? No, no have you never played Street Fighter. Beans? No, what the fuck? <laughs> not a Who plays Street nerd. Fighter? What kind of freaking yeah. nerds play Street Fighter? Right. Um, okay, so. I, I see what you guys are saying. Like, you guys are talking about all your Street Fighter knowledge, but the thing about it is, is that Cory, Cory in the house, is the most powerful anime character. And now... Mm-mm-mm-mm. We're not pulling Cory from the anime. We're, pull, we're pulling Cory from the live action. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. Cory from the live action adaptation. Yeah, what? the anime is too, too easy of a cut, dude. Okay, yeah. okay, that's fair, that's fair. Can Cory seek help? Within reason. Yeah, just, is Cory just, like, is he... Is he set on this 2D plane that all the Street Fighter characters are on where he can't move like around or is he is he able to act in normal as he normally does in the TV show? We're going to say he's he's restricted the same movement options. So like Oh shit. Yeah. I think Corey can just call the president up and have him like nuke the area. <laughs> yeah, but then Corey would die. No, Corey gets out. Uh how? Corey's not there when Corey does it. Corey goes to the White House where Corey lives uh, and says, "Hey, Mr. President, nuke this area over here." Corey goes okay, in. So, no, so. hold on. Corey goes in afterwards, <laughs> picks up the trophy, and Corey wins. And gets radiation okay, poisoning so and dies. But still wins. I'm definitely there for some of that. Like I think okay. we're on to something here. Okay, uh-huh. but here's the thing: he has to do the world tour. So one. The United States is going to have to nuke a lot of countries. <laughs> and two, you don't think that they would catch on after the first few nukes? Yeah. Send them all at once. <laughs> okay, so Corey, Corey Baxter would have to schedule a fight at the approximately the same time. Yeah. Without the other Street Fighters knowing. Yeah. Okay, but you, could you imagine, like, the, the planning <laughs> for the Street Fighter tournament? Like, 
Ryu, Ken, everybody goes into this big, long conference room, and they sit down, and then Bison's like, all right, everybody, pull out your iPhones, go to the calendar app. Oh, my God. Uh, we're going to go down this two-by-two. Two. You just pick a time slot uh, and who you want to fight. And the door and... fucking busts open. <laughs> loudly, you hear, Gary in the house! I'm your man. It's just all glassed because of the nuke. I think... I think... If we didn't want to necessarily go down this like nuclear holocaust, nuclear holocaust route, well, it's not a holocaust. We could. It's just like killing everybody. Yeah, yeah. it could. It could just be killing everybody. In the it world. could be Corey trains with the secret service for a <gasps> while and oh, learns how to be. He basically mm. becomes the like. What's the guy in uh, Mortal Kombat that's like an action movie star? Johnny. Johnny Cash. Yeah, Johnny Cash. Ooh. Um, he becomes then... like the Johnny Cash of Street Fighter. And then Corey has gun. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Corey probably <laughs> could get <laughs> gun. Like, Corey like, has he guns. He could just be like, Mr. President, I need one of your Secret Service men's uh, Glock. And he'd be like, okay. <laughs> okay, okay right. small child. Okay, right. here, take this gun. Okay, Corey, you rascal. And he gives, <laughs> gives him a noogie and a Glock. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then Corey just, like, Ryu goes like, Hadouken. And then Corey just shoots. And, yeah. like, just and then Corey goes, dead. blammo. <laughs> goes Hadouken and Corey goes, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah, goes fucking Gunduken. The only Ooh. people that would probably give him problems if he had gun were would be Blanca, the fucking M. Bison, and um, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Akuma? Uh, yeah, him. Yeah, because Akuma's got like... He's spooky, spiritual pressure. He's fucking yeah, yeah, strong yeah. as hell. Why, well, why would they get? Why would they have problem with gun? Oh uh, no, I'm saying like Corey would have a problem because like his gun would not be enough. Why? Why? Because like Akuma has that one move where he like moves out of like the regular speed of things and he just like slides past you and then there's like six punches and you're dead. Oh, okay. Um, and then Blanca. He's like electricity charged, and we all know lightning goes faster than bullets. And then in Bison, he's just like, he can just like fucking freeze the bullets in midair because he's a mind oh, yeah. magic man. Okay, here's what I, here's, here's what I think would happen is that uh, the weakness of all these people is that when they're attacking, they wouldn't be able to do this. Yeah, Corey oh. just has to get them in a frame trap. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. And do then think, like. Do you think the Secret Service could train him to be good enough at Street Fighter 2 Turbo to, in order yeah. to frame trap Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, and sure. he's a kid. He learns fast. Yeah, you know? exactly. Oh, yeah. I think Corey, I think he would have to train with the secret service and get a gun from the president in order to do this and that's yeah. how he does it when it counts yeah okay i can see that for sure when it counts <laughs> now i definitely don't think that all-out nuclear engagement is the way to go but i think our boys sure found a reasonable way for Corey to take it up next parks and rec and dragon ball z bigot this is when boys fight welcome to when it counts in this week's episode of when it counts we have jerry gergich from parks and rec right competing okay in the world martial arts tournament aka budokai tenkaichi now jerry doesn't have to win he just okay. he, he just has to place top eight <laughs> okay so how many people are in this tournament again there's a lot i think there's like 250 okay okay so <laughs> what does he have any prep time we'll give jerry a year of prep time oh god because i mean it, it's jerry yeah okay if jerry all right if jerry went 
to Master Roshi. No, he wouldn't even have to go to Master Roshi. If Jerry went to Capsule Corps and like befriended Bulma and got the Dragon Ball Scouter and was able to get all the Dragon Balls, he'd be able to wish himself... Ah, Tommy. ...to strength. The fallacy of man. You know what would happen? What? If he managed to befriend (laughs) Bulma. And if he managed to get the Dragon Scouter from her. True. And found the Dragon Balls. As soon as he picked one up, he would go, ah, geez, and drop it. And it would crack, signaling the advance of Dragon Ball GT early. Oh, no. Releasing all seven of the Dark Dragons. (laughs) Oh, my God. We can't have Dragon Ball GT happen. Never mind. (laughs) Dragon Um, Ball GT is not canon, Marcus. I know, but like... Dragon Balls are supposed to be, like, indestructible, right? Okay, what if... No, the Dragon Balls are supposed to actually be indestructible, right? That's why GT is stupid. Yeah, but, like, they break because they use them too much, which is fucking stupid. But, yeah. like... Oh, okay. Uh, Jerry Jerry would find a way. Yeah. I mean, come on, it's Jerry. Um, come on, you can't just... Well, no, 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 okay. Uh... That that's fair. Also, also me saying just go and find the Dragon Balls for Jerry. It's not possible. Um, <laughs> what if? Okay, okay. If he was able to befriend Bulma enough, what if he is this before and before or after Namek gets destroyed? Um, we'll say we'll say pre Namek. Okay, if he could go to that one guy that unlocked all of Gohan's potential, like so he has to fly to planet <laughs> Namek. Okay, we're talking about when it counts here. <laughs> Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 you're right, yeah, you're right, you're Marcus. right. Okay, so he has to fly to Planet Namek. Uh-huh. I'll take the sarcasm out. Okay. And talk to, not Elder Kai, what's his Chirizo. name? Chorizo. Is that his name? No. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And he has to talk to, um, I yes. think his name's just Elder. Right? Yeah, yeah, he he has to befriend Dedene, it's and then Dedene has to talk Grandpappy. to the guy and That's be like, his name. hey. Yeah, Grandpappy Namek. Grandpappy Namek. Grandpappy Namek. Yes. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Yeah, could you imagine though, Jerry just standing there in Grandpappy Namek with his old pickle hands, just like, <laughs> like reaches down and just like, oh, you don't have any potential. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I feel like Jerry has a whole lot of potential, honestly. And like, okay, I want to cite the fact that Jerry lives to be incredibly old despite all of his health issues. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Okay. Also, Jerry has very attractive children yep and wife and wife yeah. so that means that inner yep. power <laughs> i think it's a bit of a stretch there yeah no i think that means i think jerry has a sort of charisma oh yeah in that for way sure. um but i don't know how that helps him in the fighting tournament okay here's, i think here's a thing uh-huh so in parks and rec mm-hmm. we've heard from gail jerry's wife yes say that well to me jerry is still the most handsome man in the world to me, that alludes to the fact that Jerry was, at one point, the most handsome man in the world to her. Yes. Mm. So, I think... And still, he is. Right. I think that that could mean that he was more conventionally attractive. Yeah. In his younger some, years. In his younger years. So, he was... So, like, if Elder if Elder Pickle Namekian unlocks his potential, mm-hmm. Mary, maybe Jerry gets some of that back. I think he does. I think... Yeah. And also, even if... Like, Jerry goes, like, say Gohan was at, like, I don't know, his power level whenever he got released was, like, 50,000, and it went up to, like, 500,000, you know? Yeah. If, like, the average human has a power level of, like, two or three. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, if Jerry's power level went from one to, like, 15? Yeah. That's, like, Jerry's gonna win. Yeah. Jerry could win. He would be, like, one of the strongest humans aside from, like, Krillin and Yamcha. Yeah. (laughs) I was gonna say, like, so the champion of the martial arts tournament, Mm -hmm. like, in current years in Dragon Ball Super, Mm -hmm. is Hercule. Yes. And Hercule isn't even the strongest human. 
Mm-hmm. Like that's like what you were saying. That that's like Krillin, and like Yamcha's exactly. probably stronger than Hercule. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like for sure, actually. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so to finish top eight against Hercule, easy peasy. Yeah, I think that if Jerry had a year prep time and got his potential unleashed by Elder Kai or Elder <laughs> Name- Namekian, yes, mm-hmm. Grandpappy Namek. Yeah. You'd have to. I, how long does it take to get to Namek? I think it's. I think they say it's like two or three months. Yeah, it does take a, like some travel time because right, that's yeah. when Goku trains on his way to Namek. Yeah, because yeah. he so, does the, the gravity thing. Or right. Whatever. So sticking with the spirit of w- when it counts, let's say an even like to get there and back six months. So mm-hmm. he has six months of training time after getting his potential unleashed. Yes. But he can also never mind. Yeah, he can actually train on the way there because Vegeta did that. Yeah. 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 He also has the like weighted training room shit, so he can like do the like gravity training that Goku does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegeta. Yeah. Jerry yeah. can do it. I Jerry think he can, can do, it. do it for sure, 100%. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Jerry. That's when he does it when it counts. He flies to Planet Namek, gets a pickle to touch him, and then flies back and <laughs> The touch of the pickle. Yeah. Pickle touch. I should get a pickle to touch me. Also, you I should have touch some... your own pickle. <laughs> hey Tommy, give me a high five. Nice. You guys are gross. <laughs> oh. I still can't believe the boys found a way for Jerry to do it. Our last clip? pits two beloved Pixar characters against Bethesda's hellish environment. Let's listen in. Biggity-bum, 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 When it counts, when it counts, we're gonna make some guys fight together. That's all right. Yeah. All right, so here's our when it counts this week. For those of you who don't know, when it counts, we put a character in a situation that they're likely to fail and try to find a way that they would succeed. Not saying that it's likely, but when it counts, this is how they do it. Mm -hmm. So, how do Bud and... Fuck, Bud and Wuzzy. (laughs) (laughs) Bud and Wuzzy sounds like an early 2000s movie about, like, two stoners trying to go and do so. Like... Like a Harold and Kumar ripoff? Yeah, yeah. Bud and Woozy try to find their car. Like <laughs> every other movie like this. Okay. How do Wooden Buzzy... Fucking shit! <laughs> Wooden Buzzy is a Banjo and Kazooie into an Nintendo 64 game. <laughs> I have water in my mouth, you bastard. Wouldn't this bussy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm so sorry. Okay, Marcus, I'm say so it right. Sorry. Say How, it right. I'm gonna try my. Do you need me to do it? No, I got it. How do Buzz and Woody? <laughs> fuck. From beloved movie Toy Story, find Andy in the Fallout wasteland. And for this, for this, we're just gonna use kind of like a composite Fallout wasteland. Yeah. Really oh, anywhere. No. Okay. I will say the only experience I have with Fallout mm-hmm. is watching Marcus and Tommy play Fallout. That's fair. You don't really need much. Like yeah. the the most that you need to understand is like everybody's untrusting of each other. They have like home fashioned weapons or laser rifles. Okay. Yeah. Um, and okay. There's, there's mutants. Every and everything's like kind of like if the fifties was the future. Yeah. Okay. So um, it's in the desert. Some of it's in the, the desert, and some of it's in, like, the East Coast. So, yeah. like, like some of nature has come back, but it's not, like... Like, it's obviously still a fucking apocalypse wasteland. I'll say that this one... Let's set this one in, like, on the East Coast. So, like, more of, like, an urban-slash-forest environment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because um, that's kind of, like, what we gathered from where Andy lives. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we'll say that Buzz and Woody... Are they their regular size? Yes. Okay. Like, they're, they're toy size. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, um, let's say they're within 
50 miles of Andy. Okay, so like within pretty much the player map. Yeah. Of, of yeah. Okay. I'm going to say it's like, oh, fuck. If they have to, if they're like, if there's no other way, their best bet is probably to get in like, so like there's traders that go around and, and fall out the like caravans where they've got like Brahmin, which are like these like weird cows with two heads and yeah. no skin. Um, but they're like the, like the traders that go between towns. Mm-hmm. If the toys could like pretend to be regular toys and just like get carted along Ooh, and like continually traded through and like the hopes that they found the town that Andy was in and that they didn't get traded off to some kid like in another town or something. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, because most people don't have the caps to just buy toys. Yeah. Like, right. Like they're super fucking expensive they're like just really good bartering items because you can be like or or like maybe they're just worthless because like they don't have any use um but like if they're pristine enough maybe or if they were like collector's toys yeah um i want to interject here and say that i think if they did this mm -hmm. and they had access to like the rest of the brahmin's items Mm -hmm. could they like fashion a laser onto Buzz's laser so that he could actually shoot lasers out of his ah, laser. Fuck. I mean, they could. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then like whenever like they would get traded to someone uh, who they didn't like, they could just like, kind of like haunt them, you yeah. know, and then kill them. And then they'd just be like, they'd become like renowned as like haunted dolls. Oh shit. Cause yeah, like whoever that's has them really gets good. Killed. Cause like yeah. that like kind of superstition is like, really rampant in fallout because like it's like oh yeah we've got science but nobody fucking knows how it works and it might as well be magic yeah um yeah so like and like there's definitely like they have books so like buzz and woody could just like read a book on science that one of the like traveling tradesmen has. read a yeah. book on science well that's what Plus, it's like they're pretty it's good they're pretty fucking good engineers for toys yeah, yeah that's, that's true, true. I, I'm just gonna say, like that, they've got to like hitch a ride with somebody. Like mm-hmm. maybe they hitch a ride with the fucking player character or something. Because like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's it. It's just a player character. Like it's a quest for Andy. It's like, hey, can you find my toys? <laughs> yeah. Um, but like them running across the wasteland runs them into the chance of being picked up by raiders and ripped apart, being picked up by super mutants and ripped apart, being picked up by ghouls and ripped apart, falling into a pud- puddle of like toxic waste. Yeah. Getting picked up by mutated animals and ripped apart, being used as target practice, like like everything yeah. in the wasteland wants to rip you to shreds. So like, yeah. I think that another option that they might have, mm-hmm. they would have to find out where Andy is. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. Yes. Um, don't know how they're gonna do that, but if they were to find out, mm-hmm. then they could tie themselves to like a fucking rocket. Yeah. And like light it off, just like in the first movie, uh, and then like disengage themselves from it and let out Buzz's wings so they could glide. Yeah. Or or they um they get a rad roach and they ride it. Oh shit. They just like tame a rad roach. <laughs> rad that? roaches are like uh they're like the lowest level of like mutated life. They're, they're like, like giant roaches. They're just giant roaches. Okay. Um but they're like just big enough to where like Woody and Buzz could ride on the back of one like a dog or like yeah. a, a horse. Okay, but imagine this. If you were in the the wastelands as you called them <laughs> yeah. and you're just like a dude uh, you got your cowboy hat on, and you see these two dolls riding a rad roach. You're gonna kill them. Yeah, that's why you gotta stay out of sight. That's why you gotta teach Raddy how to get out of. Oh, so they have sight. to they have to overtake the rad roach uh, empire and become the gods of the rad roaches. Yeah, of course. Well, you're really stuck on becoming god of roaches. <laughs> 
hey, <laughs> leave me um, alone. But yeah, I, uh, or what they could do. Okay, hear me out. In most of the Fallout games, at, once you reach a high enough level, you can get a perk that unlocks all of the locations on your Pip-Boy. So, all they have to what do... What is a Pip-Boy? Uh, a Pip-Boy is basically like a wrist-mounted... Um, it's like a basically like a wrist mounted computer. PDA. It's like uh, it's like what the character uses as their like like a like menu and yeah, stuff menu. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're you're onto it. Uh, so they could just find a Pip Boy and then just find a Pip Boy. Yeah, Does everyone which, have one or something. Well, like anybody that was in a vault had one. So if they find anybody that was like the vaults are like uh what people were put into when the war started and like they were supposed to survive after the bombs dropped, but like oh. a bunch of them were experimented on. But like. Pip-Boys are, like, they're pretty rare because most people have, in the vaults have died, but, like, not so uncommon that, like, they couldn't get their hands on one. Yeah. Um, and they just, like, find pick up a, a lost gun and pick up some ammo, and they just run around and kill a bunch of people and level up until they get <laughs> the perk that, like, just unlocks the whole map. And like, oh, that must be where Andy is. And they just follow the map. Yeah. And they just stay out of the out of sight. I Easy. think the only way to do that would be to Tame also... Well, yeah, tame a rad roach, but they are going to have to give Buzz a real laser. Yeah. They have to have kill potential. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of moving pieces to this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I the think, two toys. But I do think it's doable. Yeah, I think they could do it. I, yeah. think, I think in the Fallout universe, even though it's incredibly deadly, they have more options than most of our winner counts. Yeah. Like, they, they, they could definitely do it. All right. Well, well that's... That's how they do it when it counts. Well, how, well, how do they do it? Let's go through the whole thing just oh, so yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah, been yeah. recapped. So, spawned into the wasteland. Mm-hmm. Yes. Andy's 50 miles away. Yeah. They hitch a ride with the tradesman, mm-hmm. learn yes. and construct a laser for Buzz, mm-hmm. and also potentially pick up a lost gun and ammo for Woody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Woody's too small to hold a gun. Right. Yeah. While they're on the trade caravan, if they happen to stumble upon Andy, bada bing, bada boom, Bob's mm-hmm. your uncle. If not, they go around killing bad guys, I presume, yeah. to level up until they get the perk that shows the entire map of the wasteland, and from there, kind of piece it together until they find where Andy lives. Yeah. Wow, that's actually really easy for them. And that's our last goof. I would like to thank Jess, Marcus, Tommy, and Tim for their constant dedication to producing content week after week. And most importantly, I would like to thank you guys, our listeners. Without you, we wouldn't have a show to put on. If you'd like to submit a question, and please submit some questions, you can tag us or DM us on Twitter at Versus Extreme, or shoot us an email at VersusExtremeCast at gmail.com. You can find more episodes of Versus Extreme on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We put out episodes every Tuesday. Please don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on whatever podcast app of your choosing. And if you like this episode, please tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to get new listeners, and we want to share this fun with everyone we can. Before I sign off, I would like to implore you to take a look at the pinned tweet on our Twitter. There you will find a list of links to support the Black Lives Matter movement and the victims of police oppression across the country. Please do whatever you can to donate, petition, protest, and offer support to this movement, not only now, in the heat of the moment, but in every moment that follows. I'm Max Nolan Young. Be safe out there. Brought to you by Dryersock Productions.
Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.